Project Public Health Podcast. I'm really excited about today's guest. Her name is Kim Taylor, and she's one of my very own patients that I've had the pleasure of treating over the past few months. She's going to share a ton about her pregnancy journey, her postpartum journey, and just what her experience has been like in physical therapy so far. But before we get into it, I want to tell you a little bit about our postpartum program. It's an eight-week program for moms with a baby two years old or younger who want to recover and get back to things they were doing pre-baby. We work through things like leaking, prolapse, incontinence, among a lot of other things, and we help moms get their lives back. If you are interested in learning more and want to see if working with me will be a good fit for you, send me an email at erica at villagefpt.com or visit villagefpt.com. The link will also be in the show notes. Hey, Kim. Thanks for joining me today. So we want to talk a little bit about your journey with pregnancy, your journey postpartum, um, but we'll start with pregnancy since that comes first. Um, tell us a little bit about, let's talk about both your pregnancies. So let's talk about the first one with Eliana first, and then we'll dive into the more recent pregnancy. So what was it like yes. for you? Yeah, so I've had two. So Eliana's five, and then Madeline is eight months old. So sometimes I have a hard time remembering all of Eliana's, but um, they were pretty different. Eliana's was very easy Mm -hmm. every doctor's appointment was everything is great and i had experienced a little bit of pain like towards the end but it was after doing like a four mile hike and so i felt like my level of activity remained really high up until the end i was able to exercise pain-free and everything was just super easy and she started coming on the due date like very by the book and then Madeline was, from the very first day, every doctor's appointment was like something to be concerned about. Oh, I mean, from like the seven week one, it was like, oh, you need to go have a special ultrasound because we're noting this. And really nothing of a big deal ever came to be, but it was a lot more worrisome. And because of that, they I had a lot more restrictions. She wasn't growing as much as they would have liked her to, and she seemed healthy, but it was partial bed rest and modified workouts and then don't really work out at all Mm. and be really mindful of what you're eating. And so it was a lot of extra things to think about, I would say, and a little bit of extra stress during it. How do you feel like you were able to cope with that while also caring for a toddler? (laughs) That's a good question. Um, Luckily, so Eliana had just started preschool and we had really debated about whether or not to put her into like a five day a week preschool. Mm -hmm. And I remember my husband saying like, well, this might be a good year for it because, you know, you're pregnant, this or that. And it ended up being really nice. So like in the afternoons, she was in school and I would do my bed rest like during that time. Mm -hmm. And then my husband was really hands on in the evenings. Like when he got home from work, it was just you relax on the couch and I'll finish dinner and clean up and get the big one to bed. Um, so that was really helpful. Nice. Was there ever a point in your pregnancy where you were like in the clear or was it pretty much they were monitoring you the entire time? They were monitoring me the whole time. I mean, at one point I was going in for an ultrasound like every other week and that was just, it's very time consuming. Yeah. And then finally towards like 34 weeks, 
I got cleared to stop having all the ultrasounds. Okay. Um, but most of the time it was just a lot of high surveillance, I would call it. Yeah. Which makes you a little anxious yeah. as a mom, especially because Eliana's had been totally carefree. Yeah. It's like, well, what's going wrong this time? Like, mm-hmm. is it something I'm doing? Is it just the baby? Kind of makes you wonder yeah. what your part is in all of it. Yeah. She's very healthy. She's I feel so like I have healthy. to say she's, she's a very healthy so baby. Cute. Yes. So you had two very different labor and delivery experiences. So first one was hospital. Second mm-hmm. one was birth center. With the pregnancy, since it was a little bit more, not high risk, but just monitored a little bit more closely and choosing to do the birth center, did you feel that made you a little bit more stressed about doing something that wasn't in the hospital? For a little bit, I think. So I did co-care at the beginning. Um, We had, it had taken us two and a half years to get pregnant with Madeline. Mm -hmm. So I was a little older than I'd expected. Um, And with that, there were already some things that they were looking at. And so my OB was kind of like, you could do whatever you want, but I recommend you still come here Mm -hmm. as well. And so for a while, I was doing both. And then because I had to do the extra ultrasound as well, I felt like at one point, you know, if I stop seeing the OB, I'm still getting these ultrasounds. And mm-hmm. so if something's wrong, that was kind of always in the back of my mind, um, like if something's wrong. But I felt like the quality of care at the birth center still far exceeded. Maybe not quality. Maybe that's a bad way to say it. Like it's not a knock on. Mm. the hospital but I think just the intentionality Mm -hmm. the time they took to answer my questions the way you know the ultrasound or the oh my regular OB would give me this tiny morsel of information that caused a lot of concern because they didn't explain it and I'd go to the birth center and they would spend 20 minutes telling me like well this is what it really means and you know these are the things you could be doing differently so I felt like they empowered me a lot more with um there's not everything that you can change, but right. with like, these are things you could do. Here are some ways to eat. This is what makes sense. I remember I left one ultrasound once and he kind of made a comment like, well, we'll keep monitoring this. And then, you know, if she doesn't grow, we'll induce you at like 37 weeks. And that's mm-hmm. just how we do it. And it was just very like, this is how we do it. And this, and that was concerning yeah. to me. And then going to the birth center and being able to have a much more in-depth explanation mm-hmm. um, was actually really, really helpful. Yeah. Did you feel like your experience at the birth center was a little bit more collaborative? Like they wanted your input. They wanted to kind of hear what you wanted versus what you had experienced prior. Yeah, I would say definitely. They definitely, they were on my team in a different way than the doctors were on my team. Um, They wanted, like I said, to empower me with information and ways that I could have a part to play. Like how was my nutrition or this or that? Here are some stretches you could do or exercises. It was a much more holistic approach Mm -hmm. that gave me tasks and, you know, yes, rest for these many hours, but also be doing these things. Right. What was it that initially made you want to try a birth center your second time versus a hospital? Yeah, good question, because my first labor was hard mm-hmm. <laughs> and long, and yes. I had an epidural, and she had to get vacuumed out. And um, for all of those reasons, I feel like I maybe just should have chosen to go to the hospital. Mm. But I think um, I had received a lot of education in the years in between, mm-hmm. And I had seen a number of friends go through a birth center or have a home birth um, or have like pelvic floor PT. And I felt like there was a better way Mm. and a different way. And I felt like I wanted to try it. 
And if at the end of the day I had to go to the hospital and have the baby, like I was fine with that. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to try something that really looked at who I was as a whole person Mm. and carry that into postpartum care because the birth center saw me and baby until six weeks after as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my husband and I discussed it. And his thing was also like you had a really hard delivery and it made for a really hard recovery. Like my recovery with Eliana, even though the pregnancy was so great, Mm -hmm. um, labor and recovery was really hard. Mm. And my husband's perspective was if we can do something to prevent that, and have you not go through that again and have you be able to like get back on your feet faster um like that's worth it and yeah. so we felt like let's try it we'd mm-hmm. heard a lot of positive things mm-hmm. and so um i think in general we were in a more holistic mindset with ourselves and this was just kind of another part of it yeah walk us through what your experience at the birth center was like what how was it different Um, when the time actually came to deliver, Mm -hmm. how did you feel like you were able to labor and deliver differently than in the hospital? The biggest difference is that it was so peaceful. You know, beforehand, they ask you all these questions like, what are your favorite essential oils and what music do you like? And Mm -hmm. I got to choose which room. They have two rooms. I got to choose which room. And so when you walk in, I mean, the lights are all really dim and the midwife and then she had... um, I guess I don't know what you call like an intern or somebody was training under her at the time. Mm-hmm. So both of them were there and they like came to the car and helped John carry stuff in and um, immediately started caring for me and monitoring, but in a very low stress way. Like it wasn't seen as a state of emergency. It was seen as a very natural part of womanhood. Yeah. And, um, you know, they would come in and check regularly And they were right outside the door. If John needed to go get them for something, he could. But otherwise, it was very much like you do it your way. Mm -hmm. If you want to stand up and walk around, if you want to do this, if you want to do that, you know, they would check my vitals and check baby's heartbeat. So they weren't negligent, Mm -hmm. but it just allowed for a very peaceful atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to wear the clothes that I wanted to wear. I got to eat the snacks I wanted to eat Mm -hmm. and... Um, when things got closer, like they filled the tub. So I got to use the tub, which was like super, super relaxing. And so, um, they spoke in really low voices. I felt like they were so intentional with their demeanor Mm -hmm. in that moment. And it was very clear that it was about me and I was in charge Mm -hmm. as opposed to them imposing things. Now, if there had been some risk, I'm sure they maybe would have, you know, told me to do certain things that I didn't want to do, but it was... Yeah, it was just a very calm situation. Yeah, sounds great. It was very that nice. Sounds wonderful. It was so nice. Um, we had the pleasure of working together while you were pregnant for mm-hmm. a few sessions. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what you learned in those sessions leading up to labor and delivery that you felt like helped prepare you to birth? Yeah, I mean, so much. Um, I, knowing that I was going to have to do a natural birth at the birth center, there was another, Mm -hmm. there was not another option. Mm -hmm. I knew that my body and my mind had to be prepared very differently. Like going into delivering my first, I had taken like a little class that Mm -hmm. really didn't talk about much about the actual moments of delivery and pushing. Um, And I felt like PT was so informative with first, like towards the end of 
pregnancy, what can you be doing to help get baby in position, stretches, exercises, what can you be doing to strengthen your body? And, but like, I felt like most importantly, it was, okay, this is what your body is going to have to do. Mm-hmm. How can we help aid it to do it? So like working on breathing, working on the actual pelvic floor, like breathing and kind of feeling like, like opening mm-hmm. and like releasing some of the tension, which I had never been talked to mm-hmm. about that before. And yet it is like the essence of pushing out a child, you yeah. know? And I think when we see movies, it's like the woman screaming and like yes. bearing <laughs> down and yes. all of that. And I feel like we've been trained to think that those things are normal, but mm-hmm. that's so not natural to what our yeah. bodies need to be doing in that moment. And so I felt like preparing my mind and then going through things again and again. So I really had muscle memory because I will tell you that in the moment when suddenly that baby started coming out, I wanted to scream and mm-hmm. bear down and do exactly what I shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. But it was like there was so much muscle memory that there was this moment when I was like, this is the worst decision. I should have had an epidural. <laughs> and then it was like, no, like I prepared my body for this. Mm-hmm. And like all the things you've taught me and everything's exercises and the breathing, it like came rushing back in this moment of extreme clarity. And I was like, no. I know what to do Mm -hmm. and I will do this. And I did. And so I think that it was the mental, but also the actual physical act of like, I breathe this way. I engage these muscles. Mm -hmm. I release these other muscles and I do it again and again and again until we're done. Yeah. So that was patterns for your brain to perform more easily. Yeah. So that was really helpful because I think I started seeing you when I was 31 weeks. Mm -hmm. So I felt like to have that time like I said, for that muscle memory to really come into play. Yeah. So helpful. That's awesome. There's a lot of research that is showing that giving the mom a sense of control leads to a better Mm -hmm. and more positive birth experience. Do you feel like that's true for your experience? Did you feel more in control versus the first time around? Definitely. Like all around. And it's, it's sometimes hard to compare because with Eliana, like certain things happen that maybe wasn't within my control but um yeah I did I did feel that way for sure nice that's awesome all right so let's talk a little bit about postpartum first time around second time around did you feel like you were equipped to heal well to get back to exercising doing all the things you wanted to do first time around no like I already said that one it was a really hard labor Mm -hmm. and I mean I didn't get off the couch for like a week like I was so glad my mom was in town and I can remember we, uh, my family's in Chicago and we had plane tickets to fly back to Chicago when Eliana was seven weeks old. So she was oh little. And I remember coming back from like six week appointment mm-hmm. and they didn't clear me. They said like, you still need to take it easy for a couple weeks. And I remember looking at my husband. I was like, I don't know if I can make it through the airport. And yeah. this was six weeks wow. postpartum. And he was like, we might need to like use a wheelchair. And I had a really big turnaround that mm-hmm. week. But it, it really did take that long. Was it pain? Like, was it fatigue? Were you still bleeding? What um, were you just a lot of pain. Like okay. standing up and walking was so painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because I had just been sitting around for weeks, I just felt like all my muscles were gone too. Yeah. Um, so that it was just it was hard Mm -hmm. and then having madeline she was also like i said a very easy delivery even though it was Mm non-medicated um i can remember like tmi like getting up to use the bathroom the first time and i and i had that memory of doing that after eliana and just like Mm -hmm. how much pain it was 
And I was like gearing up for that. And I stood up and just like walked to the bathroom. And the midwife was like, whoa, you're walking faster than I thought you would. And I was like, I feel great. Like it was very um, instantaneous. Mm -hmm. I could tell the difference in the two. Um, And so overall, I think my biggest thing post-Madeline was telling myself it doesn't mean I should. People kept saying like, just because you can, it doesn't mean you should. Like Mm -hmm. you still need to be taking it easy. But it was... Is very different in terms of pain and how quickly I felt like I could start engaging back in normal activities. Do you attribute that more to like the labor, the differences in the labors? I do yeah. for sure, okay. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, what were some of the things that you were experiencing postpartum that you feel like we addressed in pelvic floor PT or that improved with the weeks that we worked together? Mm-hmm. So I think one of them was overall strengthening. Like I said, I I couldn't work out during like the end of my pregnancy with Madeline. So I felt like it'd been a really long time since I was doing much purposeful, like to help my body. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like it was the getting back after a baby. Yes. But then also just this prolonged time of not being really intentional. So I just felt weak. Mm. Um, And I don't really know any other way to say it. Like I felt weak and my pelvic floor just felt loose. Mm. Um, I have a propensity to have some back issues when I'm not really strong. And mm-hmm. so my back just, I think I had used the word for you. It's like just unstable. Like mm-hmm. it's not hurting yet, but I feel like it's going to happen coming. at any it's moment. Yeah. Like I could feel it start to like do something funny when I was like bending over to put the baby down. Mm-hmm. Um, so those things. And then I did start having some leaking issues that really took me by surprise mm-hmm. um, post Madeline that I was like, if I was in public, this would be so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need to. I knew that I needed to see you again postpartum, but I think, you know, you're kind of in a brain fog and it took me a little while Mm -hmm. to, to get here. Like I knew that I should, but then there were a few of those situations where I was like, okay, I need to get in there. Yeah. I think we started seeing each other maybe at five, five months. I think so. It wasn't too long ago, but yeah. By then I feel like you were, you were pretty healed. There are just some things that like we really needed to start fine tuning for Mm you. Um, what do you feel like are your big takeaways? Ooh. What have you learned? So many things. Um, I've learned a lot about how my body works mm. and how I can engage like certain parts of my muscles, like mm-hmm. pelvic floor and like, I can never say the transversus abdominis. Is yeah, that it? Close. That's transverse abdominis. Uh-huh. Thank you. Um, those were things that I honestly just never knew how to engage appropriately. Like I had exercised before Mm -hmm. but I honestly don't think I ever exercised in a way that engaged the proper muscles in a way that was helpful to my body I think that's why I pulled my back out a lot Mm -hmm. um I think those muscles were just historically so weak that I just was kind of always having these repeated issues and so I think the takeaways were um like my body was created to do amazing things Mm -hmm. like if I'm like putting that time and effort into it Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was it surprising to you to start connecting all of the pelvic floor stuff to the back pain that you'd been having for years on and off? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I didn't feel like they should be related, but it turns out all my whole body is very related. Very related. And yes. I think that's something, I mean, working with moms for sure, but just people in general, sometimes it's hard to see how it all works together and Either you get really stuck in the pelvis and you just focus on the Mm -hmm. pelvic floor muscles or you just focus on whatever other body part is hurting and there's like this neglect of bringing it all together. And I feel like that's so important. So Mm -hmm. to be able to make that connection for yourself, hopefully it's going to just help prolong 
that healing and continue to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you say to a mom who just had a baby? What do you want her to know? <laughs> I would want her to know that like she is worth like the time and the effort and the money to do so. Mm-hmm. I think prenatal care is obviously all focused on mom. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we have the baby and we don't really matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of modern medicine, like right. they see us at six weeks. They maybe ask us any pertinent questions other than do you want to go on birth control? Like yeah. usually not. Yeah. And then it's we see baby constantly and there's not a lot of questions about mom. Mm-hmm. And I think so many other cultures and like time periods historically have invested a lot of energy into mom's healing Mm -hmm. in ways that I think our society looks at as ridiculous like you can't get out of bed for 40 days and I don't know if that's the best way who knows but the idea is that there's a mom and a baby and both need that care Mm -hmm. and because the baby is so helpless I think we look at that being and that becomes all-consuming but um, like you need to also care for yourself and you need um, yeah like I said like to put the effort and resources into healing properly and getting the care that you need emotionally and physically because like you deserve it you just did a really big thing (laughs) and so we need it like that healing isn't going to happen right away and it's certainly not going to happen on our own Mm -hmm. I think once again our society like we don't have that (laughs) village Mm -hmm. like around us like we used to and so we need the care from yeah we just need that and we deserve it so you deserve it go do it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah what would you say to someone who is a little bit nervous I know you you mentioned it a little bit just now but a lot of the at least in California a lot of the pelvic floor physical therapy clinics are a cash pay clinic versus insurance Hmm. and a lot of moms are really hesitant to put in the money to do that after having gone through it yourself what would you say to her if she's just on the fence about it Um, Once again, like everyone's in a different financial situation, Mm -hmm. but I think in all health, if you're willing to invest the money before there are big issues, Mm -hmm. it's usually much cheaper whether or not you have insurance. Um, And even, I mean, we made that decision, birth center was cash pay versus the hospital. Um, And honestly, it still ended up being cheaper than had I used my insurance and gone through the hospital. So I think sometimes, too, it's it's we think that there's this barrier and there's not, um, which is another side point. But I think it's once again, it's worth the investment. Like Mm -hmm. if you can if you get to your third child and now you're having all of these issues, like maybe prolapse or like other things because you haven't put the care in each time Mm -hmm. like that could become a much bigger issue mm-hmm. and I will also say which also which is my experience with you but I think also my experience with like birth center versus hospital the intentionality is so different mm. and so yes you are paying cash but you are paying for something that far out like far exceeds what you will get in a typical medical setting yeah yeah that's really helpful Well, Kim, thanks for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. And I know that there are a lot of moms out there who just really resonated with what you said, Um, especially because I feel like I've been seeing a lot of moms where there has been a little bit of a bigger gap between number one and number Mm -hmm. two, and um, their experiences are so different. Um, And so I think there's a lot of value with everything you shared, and I just really appreciate it. So You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Kim. 
All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to Project Pelvic Health and be looking for our next episode coming out soon. If you liked our podcast, please leave us a review if you have time or subscribe so that you get notified each time a new podcast is released. Thanks so much and see you next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.